Are you ready to build a business with consistent income and have time left to spend with your family? In Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the strategies to create exactly what you want in your business and in your life. Now, here's your host, Kathleen Reeson. Welcome to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and you guys, I know every week I start the show by saying we are going to have the best show today, and I truly mean that because I have something super exciting for you. And I told you guys in last week's, last few weeks show about some of the things that I'm working through. Uh, My mom passed away in October. And so really just being in that space and running a business and having kids and oh, by the way, we're homeschooling and volunteering and, 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 and we can get into this space of, of overwhelm. It's a really tricky, slippery slope. And That's the space. It's a choice to be an overwhelm. We don't want to be in there. And so what I created today for this show is I brought on one of my best friends in the whole world and an expert in the space, in a lot of different spaces, but in the space of mindset and specifically in, she knows everything to know about meditation. And that's a space where she has supported me in utilizing that tool, grounding myself So whenever I feel like, whoa, I got a lot going on, really grounding into the moment and supporting me in living in the moment, because let's face it, that's all we have right now. We don't know if we have another one, but I know I have this one. And so I am so excited to reintroduce you because Wendy's been on the show a few times, reintroduce you to Wendy Paquette. Hi, Wendy. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. My favorite topic and my favorite person. (laughs) Yay. So we are just excited today, and I promise you we'll cover the how to meditate, when to meditate, why you should meditate, all those good things. And I'm sure knowing Wendy and me, we'll go into a bunch of other places, and that's okay too. (laughs) And it's going to be a really fun show. So Wendy, before we dig into the topic, will you just highlight, what are you up to? (laughs) What am I not up to is a better question. Um, Right now, currently, I'm having so much fun diving into the space of 3D to 5D experience. I'm in the middle of writing a book that's completely channeled by an aspect of source and uh, with a great friend. And the information that's coming through is just literally blowing my mind in the possibilities that get created with that. So I'm really excited about that and getting that complete and launched out to the world. Um, I am working with one-on-one clients. And I'm also expanding my Divine Crossroads Academy to include um, an ongoing program that literally walks people into themselves and expands their being inside so that outside of their world, their reality can reflect everything they've ever wanted. So I'm really, really having fun. So you can see that Wendy's really not up to much. I mean, she just kind of Sits, I mean, the word lazy really comes up. Let's be honest. Because <laughs> we can laugh about that because it's so far from the truth. And that's when you and I connect on this level of we get to create all kinds of things. And I, I know I know, I had this experience and I, and I can share it with you. You and I have had this conversation, but we'll share it with the world of how people look at the the our plates, say our plates, the things that we put into our plate and say, I don't get it. I'm exhausted just hearing you talk about all the things that you're up to. So that let's dig into that space of how, how do we create, and specifically how do you create 
the bountiful or the abundance of things that are on your plate without going into a space of overwhelm. Yeah, that's my favorite topic. I think you probably know that just from habit of <laughs> having these conversations. Overwhelm to me is lack of commitment to the commitment. Now that could be looked at multiple ways because a commitment could be look many different ways, right? In a relationship, in a business, a career, maybe your goals or your targets, but it also is uh, your alignment with 100% ver alignment in 100%. I say it in that way because 99% is not 100%. There is a massive gap between 99% and 100%, where most people would think that was okay. It's really not. So when you're in alignment with what you're really after in the world and how you would like to experience your reality, you can then make choices that look like doing that are so in alignment with you, they just occur without effort. They occur with more joy. So saying yes to the things that light you up, that you're passionate about, and that you can create with ease and literally create it at any time of the day, whenever you want to, because it's so easy over having to sludge through work, have to do it. I have, oh, you know, I got this massive list I have to go through. That's the 99% of stuff that doesn't get to be on my plate. So 100% to 99 is my my secret, one of my secrets of creating that world of just having it all, really. So then what do you, what happens when you find that there's a whole bunch of stuff on your plate and it's not stuff that you're really bought into? You got <laughs> into that trap, whatever, whether it's people pleasing or whatever reason that we chose yes, when it was really a no, what do you do? Well, number one thing is what you just said, identify it because you could keep sludging through your life, being miserable and bitching about it and feeling like you don't have what you want and you can't get it. And you're looking at other people who have it and you want that, but you're feeling your own gap, which is your 99%. You get to identify that that's where you're living from. Like, you know what? I chose things that I really wasn't in full alignment with. Now, part of that, the caveat to that is you get to know what you want. Like there's no getting out of that. How do you know that you're at 99% or 100% if you don't even know what you want? You're functioning on just a natural feeling without making a declaration into what you want. That's so what one I of the things you even, and then there's the piece of negotiation there, but let's talk about one of the, you and I walked through a scenario, gosh, a couple weeks ago where Wendy and I are both committed to, we're captaining a team out in Boston and we're very excited for what we get to move forward. But the interesting space, and let's walk through it because it's exactly this. I committed to that with you. It, wait, but what was that? September? Yeah. When was it? When do we? Okay. So we commit to this. Yeah. And, and we're, I'm all in. And then my world changes dramatically. So my mom dies. I get COVID. I mean, all this stuff happens. I create these, these circumstances that are in front of me. And now I'm saying what, the, what this team requires to move forward in this moment is not me. So in that moment, what I went through and what you supported me, I'm like, let's talk through that. Because when I called you and I said, oh, I want to be committed. And this team requires more of me than I can give in this moment. Because mm -hmm. I walked through that exact same place of what is that? Yeah, well, I would turn it right back around on you. Like, what did you see for yourself in that moment that felt out of alignment? Was it the, 
I'm going to only focus on this and everything else, you know, is just going to be what it is. Is that you taking yourself out of your commitment or is that you just noticing what gets more focus in that moment? Yeah. Right there. The, the, what gets more focus in that moment, that's the piece. And being able to look back, you know, hindsight obviously is beautiful. We can't make decisions from a hindsight perspective and seeing that at that moment, what got to be the focus was healing and health and, and really moving forward. And if that space still existed, then we, then I got to commit to it, but actually committing to stepping out of that space gave me the ability to then commit to it later when there was a space available. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say, and what, what I believe uh, is what people would be looking for in that moment is when, like, when you make a commitment to something, does it mean like forever and ever? Like, yes, you know, if you look at marriages and things of that nature and the, that, you know, relationship contract type of thing. Yes. And there's a lot of people who realize years into it that it's just not working for them in the moment. Doesn't mean they can't go back. All, all kinds of relationships get back together later. They've had that, you know, that split of time where they get to experience something else and then, re, you know, come back to their realization. And at every given moment, you're pressed with that opportunity to choose whether you're 100% or 99% aligned with your now. So what I heard you say when you came to me, it's like, I don't know, man, like they, the team gets to have more of me than just what I've got right now. I don't want to ignore them. My first thought was, yeah, dude, you're go ahead. You're out. We'll be in. If you want to come back, let me know. hundred percent alignment is all you get to be in at any given moment. So it's giving yourself permission to recognize that those moments are real and they mean something. Cause what would have happened had you stayed in? Mm. Resentment, not focused on my health or focused on my health and not focused on the commitment that I made. hundred percent. And then yeah. I'm not my word, not an integrity. And ugh, that's not me. Yeah. How many people in the world actually do that all the flipping time? Because they said they committed to something. And so now they're going to just stick it out, be miserable, miserable about it and keep going because they think that that's what they must do as though there's some kind of like human rule that chains you to your commitments instead of being in alignment with what's actually happening right now. You got the opportunity to say not right now, jump out, heal, walk through all those things with grace and ease, and then still have the opportunity to find alignment with it again, because you may not have, it may not have occurred. And it did. And what I hear is permission. Yeah, you give yourself permission Mm -hmm. to be okay with all of that and choose for 100% alignment of your experience in that moment. And moments change and you get to be, I guess the thing is giving yourself, uh, being an acceptance and allowance of every moment, all the live long day. And if that means in that moment, it's a no. I mean, if you're talking about something like a really long-term commitment, you don't want to like jump in, jump out, jump in, jump out, because you're thinking, well, I'm not aligned. I am aligned. Like you're throwing yourself into that space. That's something different. You get to be truly committed to yourself hundred percent in order to be an allowance of that alignment makes a difference. You know, and the thing that's shifted over time for me, and I'll be interested to see your take on it, is if you would have asked me five, 10 years ago, even a few years ago, I make decisions very quickly. I still make decisions very quickly. And there's a moment of pause in that quickness to check in with myself 
So before I might seek an external source to validate that commitment, I might say, hmm, do I want this and look for something externally outside of me to validate that? And now there's a check-in, there's a momentary pause. Is this what I really want? And then making a decision from that perspective, whether it's something about myself, my kids, my business, any of that, there's a pause, a grounding and a momentary check-in and then moving forward. So that power of the pause, we talked about that last week too, but the power of the pause and grounding in that. Yeah, and it's it's more, uh, is it's like the question is a little bit tweaked and not, is this not what I really want? It's, am I aligned? Utilizing your intuitive nature, your feeling body, your intention to be aligned 100% and asking yourself that question, like, am I aligned 100% right now in this? And what you feel is, this, it's almost like a, a mental, emotional body experience of an opening of a pathway that's clear, right? And that feels like, yeah, I don't know what's coming next. I don't know why I'm fully aligned, but I feel it. So therefore, I'm going to say, yes, I'm aligned. If you have that moment of like, uh, like just that feeling, just that, you don't need anything else. You're like, mm, that's the 99% of no. Right? How many times do we do that where we go, mm, well, okay. And then regret every freaking second of that. And that's grounded in the you're either a hell yes or you're a no. Mm-hmm. But there is nowhere in between. And I see that and the people pleaser. So this is something that a lot of people have a people pleaser. You and I have talked about this and, and you've gotten to overcome a, a people pleaser. And think about that people pleaser. So once I know I'm a no or I'm a hell yes, let's just say I'm a no, I'm in that category. Then delivering that message, knowing that somebody might not be happy about it. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other conversation. Well, and that's the people pleaser part of that. Because what you get to be in line with is this is your life, you're living it. And people are affected by your presence, no matter what you're choosing. So if you're choosing something that you're people pleasing for someone else, you're not the only one who loses in that experience because now you're feeling out of alignment, you're frustrated, irritated, taking away your energy. Everyone around you experiences you as frustrated, irritating, taking away their energy and the person that you committed to or the event or you know task you've committed yourself to also only gets 99% of you. Everyone loses in that scenario, no one wins. And so that was my gift out of the people pleasing because it wasn't just me who was frustrated. It was the other person as well. They just couldn't put their finger on it because they were the ones being paid. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to make it work, but there was a misalignment there. And when you're not willing to acknowledge that misalignment, that 99%, everyone loses in some way. And so when you know that you get to be more committed to the hundred percent because of that. The joy comes in. Yeah. Everything's aligned. Everything's a hundred percent. And it feels exactly that way in your world. And you're referencing that contractual agreement, but it really comes in anywhere. And so what I want to, we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, I want to focus on that moment where we talked about really putting that pause in there because sometimes we think of meditation as this big experience, 10, 15 minutes, an hour, two hours, And what I've learned from you, especially Wendy, is that that meditation piece can really be very simple. So let's go on a quick break. And when we get back, we'll address really what is meditation and how do we step into it? 
All right, you guys are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we've got Wendy Paquette, one of my besties, right here. We're talking about why meditate, what's the reason, what's the purpose. Hang on on this quick break, and we'll come back. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Risa. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson. We're here on Inspired Choices Network. And I'm super excited today because we are having a conversation with one of my besties, Wendy Pocket. Hello. Hello. So on break, you guys that are, are watching on TV will get to see this. But those of you that are on the radio, you may not have seen this. Wendy, would you flash your cup up? <laughs> it's actually my smoothie. I love, okay, so it's got lemons on it, and, and Wendy has a lemon shirt, like shirts with lemons on it, and I love this shirt of yours. Oh my so gosh. You didn't realize you were branded? Yes, yeah, so she's branded herself today with lemons, and I find this, so what came up for me when I saw that, and I'm going to share this, this, is like, you know, I promised that, that November was going to be the month of letting people into my house, walking them up to my bedroom, showing them, like opening up my dresser and showing my undies. Like who does that? <laughs> you wouldn't, nobody would do that. And yet I'm committed to sharing that as I'm walking through all these processes, I'm committing to being transparent and showing that. And so one of the things that I'm going to share, Wendy, as you, sh as you shared the lemon glass, it, it really branding came up for me. So we'll get some meditation here in a second, but I promised you fun sidebars. Okay. So I think I told you this, but the audience doesn't know when we were picking music for the show. So that this, you know, the music that you hear around the commercial break and you hear that between the intro and the outro. Well, I invited my boys, you know, my boys, I invited them to think about the song and really think into branding and like what, what's the right fit. Well, one of the choices was <laughs> like the farting, like, I can't even, I wouldn't even be able to like, 
just farting. (laughs) And they laughed so hard. Like, wouldn't that be the perfect introduction for you, mom? And it would just be like a bunch of fart sounds. And then welcome to Profit Launch Club or Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. And and they thought it was so funny. You know, that's my life. (laughs) That's totally my life. Those are my boys. So it probably would have been perfect. And then I thought about how the branding would work. And I went down this whole rabbit hole of the branding that I could create based on one little tune. Mm-hmm. So when you showed your lemon glass, that's the story that popped up into my head. That's totally funny. I did not even notice that it was the same as my shirt. I, that is just too funny. My face is like hurting from smiley because I'm looking at the color of my smoothie is totally gross. <laughs> but I can't even tell it looks yellow and perfect. And they, that's, you know, to, to bring this back into the show, when you're in total alignment, that stuff just happens. <laughs> so funny. And it's turmeric that is creating that color, which is, is, uh, been on my mind for creating anti-inflammation. So there you go. It's all the things put together. Yeah. I, I a hundred percent hear you. And I totally, I love that you brought that up because it is the piece of alignment that you get to know you be when you're picking out clothes and you're picking out the glassware, you get, who knows <laughs> like where, what leads you to that? Cause I'll tell you when I pick out a glass, this is something that I've never told anyone before. When I choose plateware to consume from, I will literally go through and pick from what feels like what I would like to consume from. And I moved a couple of cups away and I probably pulled one out, put it back in and then grabbed this one without even realizing that it was going to be in alignment. So imagine when you bring that into your, your reality, when you're in alignment with yourself, how just following your natural instincts will guide you to exactly what you get to experience in this reality. So wait, wait. I've only been to your house once. If I opened up your, your, your cabinet doors, would, do your, your plates all match? Right? Am so, I remembering that? Or do you have different ones? I, most of them match, but I have, it's more bowls that I have there. The plates are all matching, but the bowls, I have some different bowls. I don't know why, but whenever I'm, you know, going to grab them, I'm always like, oh, which one do I feel like eating out of today? It's really interesting, this whole concept. And again, we do a whole other show on this. So we'll get back to meditation here in just a second. But I think, you know, in the space of creativity, some things can be matchy-matchy. But if you're truly aligned into that creative spirit, you're going to have things that are a little bit to other people would appear wonky. So for you, it's your bowls. For me, it's our glasses and our mugs. So if I looked into at our glasses, you know, maybe a quarter of a match but then we've got like star spangled banner glasses or you know, all kinds of random. And I just you know, recently decided that the, the stuff that I wear really gets to be reflective of who I am. And I've shifted into uh, like t-shirts that I wear are, are more fun and festive, like holiday and you know, just fun because that's who I am. And so why not? Why can't I wear a Santa shirt in June? Like, uh, who cares? Yeah. And if it makes someone else smile, cause I'm smiling and I have a Santa shirt on, that's fine, but that's my alignment. So I, I think that's an interesting space of, we talked to a lot of creatives here in this, you and I both have that as an audience. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we see is that somewhere something's going to look a little bit different. Yeah. It's not going to be in uh, order. Well, perceived order for someone, yeah. but imagine, let's just speak into the entrepreneur side of creativity in that space. If you're a hundred percent in alignment with you and what you're after and what you really want in any capacity, in any quadrant of your life, 
what do you think other people that want what you are like giving of service or product, what do you think they align with? You and your product. So if you're being 100% aligned with what you want, you're allowing yourself to be 100% aligned with what you wear, how you be in the world, people will resonate with you and your product or service. And they will feel the same alignment, that same powerful, I'm a yes, I might, I don't really know why so much, but I really, they'll say things like, oh, I really love her vibe. Or I really love the way she shows up. I really love that she's happy. And that piece makes a difference because you can be out in the world. If you're out of alignment with what you really want and who you really are, you're going to have a audience that represents exactly that, which means probably none out of alignment, not really knowing who they are. And they're not going to see you because that's how they're behaving as well. So that's where that gap comes from, right? With, with being in alignment when you know, when you're okay with being you, however weird that is, that's alignment. Which is beautiful. So let's, let's pull this in when we're talking about meditation. And so we're in this space. Let's just go from right here. When someone that's saying, but I don't even really know who I am. Meditation can support them in that. Mm -hmm. So where's, what's the first step? What do you, where do you go? I would suppose it's such a large question because everyone has that. Like, oh, I don't know who I am. Eh, you kind of do. You just haven't acknowledged yourself for the person that you be, right? You haven't acknowledged yourself that you have all these little, like, um, things that you do all the time or that you like or that you enjoy or that you experience on a regular basis that are unique to you right that are totally unique to you so for me um i'll give you an example the first place you would start with noticing your everyday habits of identifying yourself and we'll pull this into meditation what that looks like for me i've meditated in the bathtub for over an hour nearly every day for over 20 years that is, I talk about it a lot because that's who I be. I'm just weird as it is. And then I started getting uh, a lot of information in my meditations. And so I'm like, I gotta like put this somewhere. So I used to get out of the bathroom and try to write it all down. And by the time I would get distracted out of the bathroom, I'd look at my phone, I'd hear someone talking or whatever. I would get distracted and not be able to hang on to that information. So then I'm like, oh, I gotta write this down. So I would bring a pen and paper in the bathroom and sit up beside the bathtub and come out and like lean over the tub and try to write it down. And the water from my arm would drip down on the paper and be all over and anything I'd written down was all over like smudgy and I still didn't get it all. So finally I saw in I think chapters or something, the bookstore, kids writing tub crayons. I'm like, oh, well that would work. So for a better part of two decades, I have been using tub crayons to write all my thoughts in the tub. So the joke in my household is my husband's like, you should do your show from the bathtub. Because <laughs> that would be so you. <laughs> now imagine my husband, instead of saying, such a weirdo, like, what are you doing? He's like, you should do your show from them. That's just who you are. You do everything from the bathtub. So notice the first thing would be notice the things that you do on a regular basis that you that are unique to you in that you know that most people don't talk about it or it's not something they say and start with noticing you. That's the key thing. Notice you in the world that you're living. Start identifying like what kind of foods do I eat all the time? Like identify your way of being and your experiences in the world and start with that. And how that loops around to meditation is 
how do you identify who you be in the world if you don't pause and stop for two seconds to identify your now and go, okay, I'm gonna take a nice deep breath. I'm just gonna pause here for a second and I'm gonna allow myself to almost come into me, right? Cause you're gonna run around, the, run around your life and not ever pay attention to anything else because you're running from your brain instead of your whole being. And not notice a thing. It's almost like going into Alpha when you're driving and you've driven that route a hundred thousand times to work and you get there and you're like, I don't even remember driving, <laughs> right? How did I get here? I didn't drive here. So you get to be present with who you be in the moment. And that means stopping what you're doing, taking a deep breath, hearing yourself breathe and pulling your energy into the awareness of your body and your mind and your spirit all at one time and just allowing yourself to connect with you. It's an entirely different experience to be racing around in your life and not aware of yourself at all. That's how accidents happen often because you're just so ahead of yourself in, in multi-directions, not with any purpose, except for your habit of going to work or your habit of driving home or your habit of going up the stairs, whatever that looks like. But being really present with you is a moment of completion in that moment. Completion of you inside of you, present with you in this very moment. Suddenly you're able to see outside of you with clarity. What's actually happening outside of me right now? I mean, seemingly outside of me. I don't think anything's outside of anyone, but that's a whole nother show. Um, but being present in one moment. So bringing it into that space and in which I call meditation, you call it anything, call it pause call it, you know, have a couple deep breaths, whatever it looks like. It's a moment that you're present with you. When I hear you talking about this, what comes up is, and I'll speak for me, that space of creativity is that moment with me. It's that space of, of going inward. And so I'll randomly create, I've sent you many pictures of just, hey, I made a peace poll today. Hey, I did this today. Hey, I did that day today. And it's these experiences. And I don't like to create the same thing more than once because it's not about something for someone else. It's about a space for me. And it's really just, just uh, whatever I'm feeling on the inside, bringing that forward and being present with it. And it keeps my hands occupied so that my mind can just focus with me. Yeah, that's a big part of it too. Now, when you, if, you, if you were to take that experience one step further and go into that with an intention, to come out the other side with clarity and peace that would occur as well instead of like popping out of that experience and going okay awesome and then keep going into your life actually intending all the way through or having that moment when you're creating something and having the pause in that space right so you're creating a peace pole yeah. and you stop in the middle and you go that's it like you just take that pause, take a breath, like notice, wow, what you'll find is you're experiencing joy and peace in that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's just that inner space of that can be created in any way, but just really pausing in that moment. Mm -hmm. the, pa the pause is really a thread throughout this conversation. All right. So we're going to go on a quick break. And when we get back, let's continue that on of how we can really, really be intentional with that pause. Because a lot of times we'll say, yeah, I have pauses. I go to the bathroom and I have a pause there. <laughs> they're not natural pauses. Gosh, that's the second time I've also talked about 
bathroom talk today too. So lots of threads going on here, but let's go on a quick break. And when we get back, we'll continue the conversation about meditation and how we can create this as a practice for ourselves. So you guys are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we'll be back here in just a second. Building a business is a lot like baking a cake. There are certain ingredients that can't be missed. By listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Neeson, you will learn the five key steps that every great business utilizes. You will hear from successful entrepreneurs that will share what works and what doesn't work in their businesses. You will have an opportunity to ask questions so you can apply these steps directly to your business. Host and business coach Kathleen Reeson built seven successful businesses while raising three boys, volunteering extensively, and having some time left for her husband and herself. Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson, and she will show you how you can build the business and the life you dream of, too. Are you ready? Listen to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson Radio Show every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson on Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathleen Reeson, and we are here with one of my best friends, Wendy Puckett. And we are so excited to continue this conversation on meditation. And we've been talking about the power of the pause and going inward. And Wendy, my question for you is, it seems so simple. Why are people not, why, why is this something that people resist? Well, <laughs> I have a, a long and a short answer. The short answer is people are afraid of their own success. Who would they be if they actually had what they wanted? Who would they be? How could they like, what would their life be like? They would have no struggle, no frustration, no irritation in that they've experienced so far in trying to get somewhere because most humans have identified the getting somewhere with the purpose of their life. And so if they're not struggling to get somewhere, then where are they going? If it wasn't hard, it's not worth it. How many times have we heard that? Mm -hmm. Just, you know, from when we're, nothing in life comes easy. It's no pain, no gain. Ugh. Like what are these things that we teach ourselves and then we create these beliefs around it? Yeah. And Yet, why? Where does that, why do we do that to yeah, ourselves? That's, it's generationally passed down and taught to us out of our culture, out of our nature, from our parents, from their parents, from their parents. And some of the most fun experiences I've had on my own is when I had something that I was always doing and I had just a natural belief in that I questioned. I was like, what if that's not actually true? <laughs> I had a moment of like, holy crap. There's an opposite to everything. So three, the 3D reality from my perspective has, it's, it's the law of duality, no, no matter where you go. The cool part about that is that for every belief system that you have that something doesn't work or gets to be a certain way and you feel frustrated about it, the opposite is actually also true. So imagine that. It's such a mind squish because you're like, wait a second. You know what just occurred to me and what you said and then the piece right before that is, yeah, let, let's just look at the entrepreneur and you can look at it from an exact, just any person. When they have a side hustle, like when do they make the most money in a side hustle? 
just, I'm going to put a couple scenarios out there and you can guess. So is it right before they launch They're right before they go? If I'm, let me, let me frame this. If I am an executive, I'm working my job and I've got a side hustle and I say, you know what, I'm going to go full-time on this side hustle. And so then I quit my job and I go full-time on my side hustle. When do you think the side hustle is most profitable? Right before you quit your job, the 30 days that you quit your job, or the first year that you quit your job, right, on average. Right before you quit your job. Why is that? Why do you think? Well, it's because there's no thought into it. There's just joy. Yeah, totally. Created I, a that's my thought too. Space. Yeah, you've created a secure space with your job that's your security because you're relying then on someone else to like you're like okay if I show up I get this and the other aspect is here's my joy this is what I would love to do in the world so I'm going to do that so you stretch through the 99% of showing up at your work because you're no longer aligned which is why you have a side hustle otherwise you wouldn't and the side hustle is like the 100% alignment which you are terrified of because it's not hard it's easy. And you could do it in all hours of the day. Like we we're right tying it right back to what we were saying earlier. It, you, it takes no effort at all to do something that you are aligned with and passionate about because you're excited. And it's your zone of genius because of those reasons as well. Because if you're good at it naturally, awesome. You can remove the idea that it must be hard in order to achieve. So you do the hard thing, which is your trudge through the day at your job and receive your paycheck. And then you do the fun things all the live long day afterwards. The second that you are, it gets struggly is when you gift yourself the ability to be joyful all the time. Now it becomes work because why? We have this belief system thread in our brains that if it's not hard, it's not worth it. Like you were saying, or um, no pain, no gain, or everyone struggles or the entrepreneur who they, they plant Oh, well, it takes five years in order to ensure a business is going to succeed. Dude, I have seen businesses well over five years fail. So that's 100% all programming. Programming, right? Let's keep everyone here instead of allowing everyone to flourish in their space and, and support and be in community with everyone else. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so let's just say we find our space of joy. How do you, I'm going to use the word protect. How, how do you contain so that it truly gets to be joy and you don't make it work? So eliminate that limiting belief that work is hard, work can't be joy. But to the person who doesn't understand that yet, who just, who just wants to experience joy, how can they use a tool like meditation to create that for themselves? Well, meditation for me, and I'll speak from my own experience because everyone's experience is different. And uh, mimicking someone who's had lots of success and it always works as well. But how do you embrace the joy so you can have it all the time and not struggle is by looking at all the points of view that are in your brain in order to identify where your programs live and that you must struggle in order to succeed. Because joy is a choice. Right? Joy is a choice. You can be joyful or then we go, well, you're either joyful or you're miserable or something. You know, there's always a polar opposite to that. And so choosing joy all the time is experiencing your life as it is. So we're not saying, you and I are not saying, though, becoming an entrepreneur is easy. We've never once said that. It can be excruciatingly hard, but you can be joyful and work hard. And be like, work hard and be joyful at the same time. 
that is the space of joy. It doesn't mean don't work. You don't have to work. Everything's just going to like show up. That's a f- like a very, I don't even know. I don't have the word for that. It's a very uh, almost delusional perception of how this reality will embrace your entrepreneurship. If you're passionate about something, you still get to be out in public, talk to people, you know, get your bookkeeping done, have some enrollments. You still get to do all the work or sell your product, whatever that looks like. It's not just going to happen all by itself. So you still get to work, but joyfully, as opposed to like, oh, you know, I got to work tomorrow. Or you know what? Oh my goodness. I get to work tomorrow and uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited for my day. And I get, you know, you have your little list of all the things that get to get done and you're joyful in it. There's a difference. Like you're still working, you're still doing the work and you're also being joyful at the same time. It's the, it's the, the be, do, have, be joyful, do the work and have a successful business while being joyful. I hear the distinction of ease the easy versus ease. So yeah, business in any general, whether whether you're an entrepreneur, you're building a six-figure business, a 10-figure business, whether you're just starting out, whether you are uh, running a, a multi-million dollar company, whatever that is, there's easy and then there's with ease. And yeah. with ease is a choice. Easy is a judgment. Yeah. It's either easy or it's not. It's hard. And we define hard as struggle or it's with ease. Mm-hmm. So ease and flow of, I don't know what's next. Like there's a surrender element there of, I don't know what's next and it's okay. So I don't have anxiety. I don't have fear. I don't have worry, even though, gosh, I don't know how I'm going to turn paychecks in 60 days or whatever that is, or 30 days or, or two weeks being in this space of, I don't know what it's going to be. And it's okay. That's with ease. Easy would be, I'm sitting on a load of cash. And so I don't really have to worry about that. Yeah. Comfort is never a place where we've grown from. Absolutely. Well, and how to get to that space of uh, allowing the ease is being present. So meditation, let's get the, the meditation part of that is it's almost a way of being. It's not, you're not like sitting on the top of a mountaintop with, you know, in lotus position with your eyes closed the whole entire time. The meditation space is being in a place of self-awareness so fully that every breath is peaceful. And that your experience of your life is joyful. No matter what comes your way or what you have planned or what you get to do, it is always from that space of connection, which you get through meditation. And so you can invite meditation in many ways. You can do five. I just created a five minute meditation for, uh, you know, your, your husband's business for belt. And I imagined myself speaking to someone who's sitting at their chair in the office, getting through their day, feeling the pressure of the rest of the outside world on what they must do that day and how I walked them through only it was only five minute meditation was to just get grounded in the chair excuse me must cough (coughs) get grounded in the chair be present and breathe bringing them back to self instead of being all over the place and coming from a space of alignment with self gratitude for self joy in the moment and presence and listening and like leading with your breath so that you are so present that everything else just melts away and you have a new moment a very new moment that five minute meditation would change could change the trajectory of that person's day and also the results of their work right 
by being connected. Yeah. And that is meditation. So that's just a small aspect of a middle of the day meditation while you're at work. Imagine if you did that in the morning when you woke up or you planned it during the day at some point where, you know, generally you get either tired, frustrated, irritated, really hungry, and you just ate or whatever that afternoon, like coffee lull looks like. What if you planted a five minute meditation that changed everything for you? So you get realigned with you so that all your 100% alignment and flow just got to show up because of your way of being, because it always comes from your way of being. And what, what I'm hearing in you is there, there's the, this is not the, the the mid-afternoon cat nap. Mm -hmm. I've never thought of that from a meditation space, but even just being present enough to sleep, grounding yourself in that a 15 minute nap, that could be seen as a meditation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So yeah. there's so many possibilities, but what I hear you saying is being grounded, pausing and going inward mm-hmm. creates that space where then we can move forward in, in whatever way we want to. Yeah. New moment. I've attached the new moment to the other side of the meditation Ooh. because what happens is you could be in a frazzled moment. I have had, this is my absolute best, my most favorite moments when I was in a it wasn't that long ago it was when I was like totally deleting a people pleaser that was very slippery in me it was a a a program that was just really really hidden and I had been so irritated by this experience I had created hives like actual hives I was like oh my god I'm so I didn't I wasn't paying attention to how I was letting this people pleaser in and allow it to run my life so my body's like Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll show you what people please are. looks like, <laughs> like I'm itching. So I remember I got to go in and have a group, I think it was a group meditation or a group session with my academy. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, how am I gonna, like, I'm, how am I going to do this? And I, I paused. I knew I only had maybe um, six or seven minutes. I sat back. I'm like, what would I say to myself if I were someone else? And I went, go inward, get present, get clean. So I stood up from my chair where I'm at. I turned around and I'm standing right here and I was facing the books. I folded my hands in prayer form. And if you touch your thumbs together in prayer form and then touch them to your chest, something happens where suddenly you become highly aware of your beingness. You can feel your whole body shifting into it. You can feel your breath change. You can feel your whole reality shift just by doing that. And I went in, literally closed my eyes, took a breath. And this being showed up in my third eye and it was like, he was red in color, but only I see that now is because I was like irritated and angry. So I was like creating that, that color and he, and he presented himself in the most powerful way to me. And he said, none of this matters. I'm like, and so suddenly I saw all the things, right? People pleaser. I was like, okay. He said, He was, I'm the God of raw. I am raw. I'm like, I don't know who that is, right? I, at the time, didn't know. He said, he showed me the sun. He said, I'm the God of the sun. And you could disappear in an instant and none of this matters. And he showed me him snapping his fingers. The sun exploded and we disintegrated. And I saw like none of this matters. So in that very moment, I was like, oh, I felt a wave go through me. 
I felt all of my irritation disappear. My hives were gone. I opened my eyes. I'm like, thank you. I sat down on my computer to actually get connected with my group. And I realized in that less than five minute time frame, I got centered, was able to receive a powerful message, which whom I Googled after to learn all about raw. So now I'm highly aware. And it changed my life. It changed my life. That moment that I gifted myself to become grounded, become aware, become present in my now with a breath and a pause, allowed me to receive something that I never would have received if I just kept sludging through being irritated and well, how do I fix this? And I want to fix this and getting really victim-y in my moment. And so you can create that opportunity for yourself any time of the day, anywhere you are, just by pausing to be present with yourself. And that's my favorite, favorite, right now, my favorite story to tell because it was a profound in my experience. And it literally shifted the way I see the world in how what I think matters, a program in my brain that says something matters, this irritation matters, this anger matters, is really not actually true. And if I were choosing my life and how I wanted to live it, and if that truly was my last moment, would that be the moment that I wanted to end in? Mm. That's, thank you for sharing that story. And I know when, when you and I, when you called me and said that to me, it was like, yeah, that makes total sense. Because in this moment, we have this moment, but we don't know what we have beyond that. And so the thought about stressing and worrying and and caring about something that could potentially possibly maybe just happen 60 days from now is irrational. Yeah. And yet we live in that space. Yeah. Can you imagine how your body responds to always having that much cortisol coursing through your veins? You wonder where diseases come from? Programs are up here, man. Yeah. You know, I think... The biggest lesson that I've learned from you, Wendy, and and I know you and I have talked about this, but it's really utilizing the space of intuition. And as I've shared uh, with the audience about my mom passing away, I think the most powerful moment, and and Wendy, I'll share this experience that you and I, we co-created when uh, I got to go into the hospital to see my mom right before she passed away. I was with my mom, her physical, her body, and I was texting with Wendy and Wendy was with my mom. And it was such a cool bond to have that experience. And I can tell you that that's a world that's opened up for me that I wouldn't have known had existed or I might've felt it, but I wouldn't have leaned into it had I not been willing to just trust and surrender and, and be in this space and, and be grounded and connected with myself. And, and so this, this period of, of meditation and and being connected with who we are and what we hear and then believing it because that's a whole other thing to hear something or, or know it. But the logical side of us would say, but how, but why, what is that? And so then there's a trust element there. So when we are connected with ourselves and we trust, it opens up this incredible space that trust Wendy and I, when we say this, it's there for you you just get to trust that it is. Yeah, that's the biggest piece. I, uh, we're coming to an age where the frequency of the planet is higher and the humans are raising their frequencies as well. So in 
what I'm noticing is that most humans are noticing now that they know stuff. They know stuff, their intuition's kicking in and some won't use that word. They just know stuff, maybe their instinct, they may call their gut instinct. But they've been seeing with their mind's eye or imagination or whatever you wanna call it all their lives, seeing what's possible, seeing what's there, seeing what they want. They have been ignoring it as though, you know, as the, it never existed ever and so there's focused on the physical reality when they open that doorway to go okay maybe what i'm thinking about or i'm experiencing in my imagination could be for me that changes the game it'd be like when that that experience i just described when the god of raw showed up i didn't really question in the moment who he was even though i didn't really i've heard the name before but i didn't know who he was i didn't know the details or the power but i was just open like okay I was still being me. I didn't have to be someone else. I was still like in the space of curiosity and openness. I'm like, okay, you say you're the God of great. Like, and what does like humanness, what does that have to do with my situation? You know what I mean? Like, great. You showed up like, what the hell? And also in the same moment, trusting that this moment was for me. This one, this was my gift. I allowed myself to have the moment in order to have the gift in that moment. And that changed everything. I mean, had I, I, I can't, I haven't even looked at what would have happened. I had not chosen it. I have no other way. <clears throat> I set myself up to, I guess, coach or mentor or experience myself differently in the moments that aren't working so that it can work. I'm in charge. No one has my back like me. And I know you have my back hundred percent and I would never doubt that for a nanosecond. And if you weren't around, who has me? Me. So having ourselves to that level. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, if you're willing to see the gifts that are presented to you on a regular basis, how could your life change? Because there's no way that you're here. Your life here is a waste. Yeah. And this no is way, yeah. Go ahead. I could talk about this. We could go on the show. It's going to be over here in a little bit and we will continue the conversation. We'll have more sessions like this, but the, the crux of today's session is really about understanding who you are and and being connected to that and then standing in it, then standing in it. So there's all kinds of tools. And today we just talked about a few, but the power of the pause and understanding what's ahead. So you guys are listening to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Thank you so much. And Wendy, thank you for being on the show. Have a thank great Thank you for day, listening everybody. to Profit Launch with Kathleen Reeson. Kathleen Reeson will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would you like to be on the show or do you have a show idea? Go to KathleenReason.com forward slash radio. Have a great week.